Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now, here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's going to change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing. now. The positive attitude and the change that can happen 
starts, it, this is the start, it starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you. You lost your job that you was a stellar performer at. But now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic, to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If, if you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, You've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude, when they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift? about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm gonna do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I gonna do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes, some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they were sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone, 
And on May 23rd, 2005, when my deal when 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 my deal was done with uh the beat out in LA, okay, look what happened though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey radio network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh woe is me. I said, Oh, okay. God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now, you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me. Some amazing things is going can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go, it all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something happened to them along the way. And don't worry, you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it. Your undivided attention. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. All he left us was alone. Mm-hmm. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. Hey, mama. (laughs) That was my part right there. Hey, mama. (laughs) Any of the hard singing parts. Heard some folks talking about. Papa doing some storefront preaching, talking about saving souls and all the time reaching, dealing in debt and dealing in the name of the Lord. Shelly Strawberry, how you doing, Dad? Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Was I'm I good. tripping too hard, Carla Pharrell? Never on the Temptations. Never, baby. <laughs> uh, what, you, what you know about that there, Junior? Not too much, but I'm waiting for that never. I never got mine. Never had a chance <laughs> to see him. Never heard nothing but bad things about him. Mama, I'm depending on you to tell me the truth. Mama just hung her head down and said, Nephew Tommy. Hey, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> what a check of all things. that what said Papa to an allegraph? Folks say Papa would beg, borrow, steal, 
to pay his bills. And anybody hit that note that's walking around. That like, is nah. right. No, they don't do that. They don't, they don't do that type of singing no more, man. Mm-hmm. Emotional. That high note. Hey, that high note, yeah, man. Who was that? That Eddie that, 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 that Eddie. Hey, Eddie uh-huh. Or uh, Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. He got up there yeah. with his falsetto. Oh. Yeah. Mac- Maxwell can do it. And, and Eric Benet. Eric Benet, yeah. don't forget. Then oh, we but had, them, um, them is singers you naming now. Yeah, yeah. Elder Barge yeah. could get up there. All them is singers you naming. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Junior, uh-huh. <laughs> give me one verse <laughs> of that Jodeci cut. What? Come on, boy. <laughs> hey. Take my money. It's the same. Same boy. My house and my car. <laughs> Come on, boy. For a hit of you, <laughs> you can have it all. Lay the microphone. Cause making love. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Every time we do, girl is worse than drugs. <laughs> Cause I'm an addict for you. Drive me crazy. Uh, <laughs> can't leave you alone. Say, Junior. Make a face. You got me fiending. Make a face. Said I'm fiending for you. That's how we wanted to start our day off for y'all. What? Come on, Junior. Man, that's boy. I can't help it. That's my yeah, boy. that's the cut. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like that about you. How you feel about temptation? Man. <laughs> Well, listen, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, thank you, Junior. Sister Odell will be in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Woman Crush Wednesday. Mm. And uh, so we thought we'd invite the one and only Sister Odell to come through. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. This far by faith. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, ooh, ooh, hee, hee, I miss. <laughs> whoa, here am I. Hey, you better fire! Shut up, in my soul. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. How y'all today? Thank you for having Good. me. For inviting me. Y'all don't have me on much no more. But it's Woman Crush Wednesday, so mm. we thought we'd have you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, well, what what is that is? Well, it's just a day when women and and men can do it too. Men do it too. Talk about, you know, the women they have crushes on. They admire outstanding women. Oh, yeah, yeah. women that empower us. Pave the way. That we. Yeah, like I'm crushing on. I'm crushing on Shirley today. Women crush Mm -hmm. Wednesday. I'm crushing on Bernice Fuller. Who is Bernice 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 Fuller? She was the black woman that invented the brushes for Fuller Brush. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You knew uh-huh. her? Of course I knew her. Oh. 
She made all the brushes that the white men were selling. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. This is a Black History moment too. And this is really is stick. a Black History moment. Uh-huh. And them brushes that them white men were selling, they never knew what the bristles was made out of. Oh, what, really? what were they what made out of? They was dead slave owners' butt hair. <laughs> dead slave owners' butt hair. Who who want to who want to brush their hair with that though? Carly. <laughs> Don't call my name. Right call <laughs> my name. Is, is that allowable? <laughs> I, I would prefer not. Yeah. Oh, well. Because you know I know how it was. Or the butt hair part. Jeez. You know, had to do something after they passed, you know. <laughs> um, like, like, for instance, uh, Sister Odell, some people are crushing on Kamala Harris. She's the VP pick. You know, yeah. I like Kamala Harris. I really What's do, that? you know. What did you Kamala. Oh. Kamala. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh? Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. You trying to say like punctuation, like comma? Yeah. Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were saying. Uh, anyway, she. I love her. You know, she's she's uh-huh. jazzy. Yes, uh, you know she's she she's, she's a cute girl and yeah. and yeah. she's smart as a whip. Yes. She yes, just go what just be going. She gonna be she gonna get it to the people. Yes, right. okay. I like her. I, any, any any one of them would have been fine with me. Stacy, I like Stacy. Yes, I like yes, the girl that down there in Atlanta, the one oh, that got Keisha. the corona. Yes, ma'am, Keisha. Lance. I like her too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She hadn't got sick. She'd have made it. <laughs> <laughs> You sure that's so damn? Yeah, that's what so. stopped it. <laughs> you know, you can't have a run and make that mic cough on you, you know, and end it. <laughs> oh, She's doing question, fine Carla? now. What's she your question, Carla? Uh, I have a question for you. So, sister out there, mm-hmm. quarantine, what you been doing? You been wearing your mask? You been going Girl, I've been staying in, you know. I don't, I don't have to wear a mask, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not? I use this one side of my bra. <laughs> For what? For your <laughs> for my mask. So what is that off. aside doing when you raise it up to cover your face? Well, I'm hanging too low for that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a bra. I need an apron with two big pockets in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use. Yeah. Oh, you know, girl, come on. I know. <laughs> you know, it's over. You know, you know, it ain't over till the fat lady sing. Well, the heifer done got in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see uh, our forever first lady, Michelle Obama's speech last night? Girl, ain't she special? Oh, yes, ma'am. I love me some Michelle Obama. Girl, that girl right there is smart. (laughs) Lord Jesus, she's smart. Mm -hmm. She She reminds me the way she talks is the way Harriet used to talk to us when she was... Tell me. Oh. You was that? You was. Mm. How old are you? <laughs> Careful, little fella. I'm. I'm not starting nothing. I just. Well, I, you got ready to ask. Is I'm that old? I know it, didn't I? I know it. <laughs> yeah. So was you free? Well, let me ask you a question. Are you familiar with Emmanuel Lewis? <laughs> Why are you Gary Coleman. Yes. <laughs> yes <sir. laughs> 
The Volkswagen when it come round at the circus. <laughs> and then people's pops out. You familiar? Yes, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Similar. Similar. Mm-hmm. Same feeling. But you were saying about Michelle Obama? She's just as smart as she want to be and beautiful and just talks to me. Just as, She talks just as elegant. You know, and everything, and you just want you just want to vote for her. You know? Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. She was talking. I said, where's Barack? Mm, he's going to yes. be on there tonight. Tonight, yeah. He Who, Barack? Yes, ma'am. Girl, I'm yes, tuning yes, in because, girl, I want to. Mm. I'll tell you something. I ain't never, what? ever in my whole life, and I've been to all of them, I ain't never wanted a president before. <laughs> you never 44 did something for oh, you? Oh, Lord, ooh. Baraki. <laughs> he got swag, for sure. Barack me. <laughs> well, oh, Bible. Coming up next is him, Tommy. He doing another prank, one from yesterday. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. She'll give the latest uh, on the DNC in Milwaukee. Plus, in entertainment news, I'm sure you guys have heard about it by now, Steve Harvey and Kanye West meet. Okay, we'll what? talk about all of this okay. at the top of the what? hour. Nobody yes, told yes. me nothing. <laughs> ah, hell no. We'll talk about it. <laughs> right now, Nephew is here For with what? Run That Prank Back. What you got, Nephew? The gift. Get ready for the gift. Let's go, cat doggy. The gift. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to reach Bree. This is Bree. Hey, Bree. How you doing? Listen, we. Um, you and I. We've never met. I wanted to reach out to you though. Did you? Um, did you get? Um, did you get a package that I sent to you last week? A package. Who is this? My name is my name. Uh, my name is Jason, um, and I sent you a package. Jason, do I know you? Do, who, who are you? Say again now. How do I know you? You don't know me. I, I'm I'm just you know. Like, I guess you could say I'm like a secret admirer, and I've been admiring you for quite some time. And uh, you know, I, I sent you a little something, and uh, you know, I didn't know if if you got it or not. If I had the right address, but I wanted to know if you had gotten it. So uh, you know, this is like my first time reaching out to you. You sent that package to my house. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you got you got a pair a pair of my underwear with the rose petals all in it. You sent yeah, you the sent drawers to my house. Who the are you? And how do you know me? My, my I, 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 I've been admiring you for a long time. I, mean, I see you, I see you at your job. I see you at your house. You know, at the grocery market when I see you. So what you stalker? What you? Do I know you? We've been. Where do I know you from? You don't know me. You know, you don't know me at all. But you know, I got you know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You you done sent some drawers to my house, got my husband all all up in an uproar behind them drawers, and you don't even know me. You got a husband? Yeah, I got a husband. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I, I mean, hey, I, no disrespect, Bree. I ain't, I ain't know you had a husband. You Hell, know, you've been watching me, stalking me at my job in my house. You ought to know that. Hey, I, I I apologize on that, but you. So you did get it. I want to. Apology, yeah, I got him. 
Okay, I mean, what did you think about the gesture, though? I mean... Let me, let me explain something to you. My husband got that package with my name on it, and I've been for the last week going through hell. This checking my Facebook, all of my emails, going through my call history on my phone. I, I get He wake my up in the middle of the night talking about this And you going to ask me about... Are you crazy? No, I, I, you know, I, hey, I, I was just admiring you. I thought... You know, sending a pair of my oh, underwear some with some draws to my house. I, don't I mean, even I know just, you know, like that. I don't even know you like that. I mean, you Why don't. don't you, you I do know, that? I know, but I, you know, that was my way of like showing you that I admire you, that I'm, I'm, I'm into you. You know, that was just. Not... That's some sick. Shit. I don't need no more draws, especially no strange draws. I got draws at the house. I got two sons, a husband. I wash draws every week. I don't need no more draws. You don't do no. Shit like that, upset my whole household, have me damn near in divorce court, behind some draws. What I want to know is how the hell do you know me? How, how, do, how did you get my address, where I work, where I buy work? How do you know me? My phone number, all this How do you know me? I, I, I don't get that. Where did you get my from? I tell you what, call this number back when my husband get home. You okay, can deal wait, with wait, him. Wait, 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 you can, wait, you can, wait, he can wait. get your drawers back. You come meet him in the morning. I have him there. Come by my job. I'm, I'm not trying to have no altercations with nobody. I'm not trying to have all of that. You explain this to him and get this off my because I didn't have enough of this drawers at my door. Okay, let me ask you this here. Will you send me some of yours? No, the you didn't. Are you not listening to me? Hell no, you can't handle none of my drawers. Why don't you ask my husband for him when he see you in the morning? Why don't you ask him for some of my drops? I thought I thought it would be you know like a sign of something something intimate something from me you know uh, kind of like a token of, of, of where I wanted the relationship to go. I I I, I, I don't I even know you. You got my damn near in divorce court behind some damn draws, and I don't even know you. Who the f are you? How who are you? How do you know so much about me? Where did you get my address from? How do you know where I work? How do you, how do you get my phone? Who the f are you? Uh, you got like my name is Jason. Seem like you know, you don't know I have husband. Matter of fact, so so what now? Lock this number in. You can call back on this number in an hour when that is home, so we can get this straight. So you can talk to him. Do that for me. Oh wait 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 wait. See, I'm not looking for no altercation. Now, if if if. if so you look, you was looking for something, and you still not understand. So obviously that's what you want, because I'm trying to explain to you, you didn't upset my whole household, got my over here nerved, and you ain't understanding it. So obviously what you are looking for is an altercation. No, I'm not looking for. I, I'm looking for. I'm looking for some personal time with you. That's what I'm looking for. My personal time is with my husband. What about that? Don't you understand? I. I Will you send me a pair of your underwear? What? I mean, I mean, what? is that asking too much? If you just send me a pair, I'll go away. I'll send you some all right. Give me your address. Yeah, tell me where to send them. Tell me where to send these drawers right now. Are yeah. you going to send them? What's that? Hell yeah, give me the address. You give me the address. As a matter of fact, I'll hand deliver them right tonight. See, you're trying to create an altercation. Why not just give you a P.O. box? Because, see, you're trying to create an altercation. No, give me your address. You got mine. You got my address. Let me send you some to your address. No, no, that's all right. Look, you know what? Can I, can I say one more thing to you? No, you, you know what? I don't want to. What, what, what the do you have to say to me? Can I say one more thing to you, please? 
what do you want? I just want to tell you who I am. Can I tell you who I am? You know it told me who you are. I want to know how the f you know me. Where you get my from? Listen to me real closely. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. Oh. <laughs> Hello. What? <laughs> oh, I'm a. Hello. Girl. What? What the? <laughs> f oh my goodness. Oh, I'm going to get her. Oh, my God. Hey, look, we started this over a week and a half ago. We sit You don't have to tell me. I've been going through hell for a week behind hey, look, these damn drugs. told me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Bree, tell your man to simmer down. It, it was all a prank phone call, baby. Oh, my He is not going to believe this. Oh, my goodness. He is not going to believe it. Tell me this, Bree. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Draws and all. Draws and all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give me a call. I'll do it for you. I, I mail draws, bras, oh uh, panties, uh, socks, shoes, whatever it takes to get somebody upset. So, yeah. Well, she was not having yeah, it, though. She wasn't yeah, having it. You, you got her in major trouble with her husband. Uh, your, her sister allowed us to do that. That was a bit risque. <laughs> I knew it when we did it. But you know. Oh, you knew that? All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Coming up, ask, thank you, nephew. Coming up. to get in the way a lot of jokes. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you are trending big time. Uh, something you did yesterday was, wow, like really something. You sat down and met and talked to Kanye West. What happened? How did this Ain't come about? nobody told me. Yeah. 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 Tell us about it. We saw yeah. all the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> How Boy, did that go, man? So y'all chopped it up? Yeah. What y'all Come on. About? Yeah, yeah, you know, I like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, man. He's really, really a smart guy. And look, I think we all realize that we all make mistakes, some tremendous mistakes. So what Kanye and I did, and it was just as simple as this, we just sat down with one another. It was all about love, man. It was just all about love, man. You know, not not criticizing anybody, but just sharing different knowledge that we have. And on, on a plethora of subjects, man, it, we talked a lot about Jesus. We talked a lot about Christ. We talked Good. a lot about family. We talked a lot about... Um, the media we talked a lot about social media we talked a lot about our feelings you know and we just ended up came away to say that you know you know just just how we both you know become better men and uh you know I, everybody you know like i explained to him you can live your life you can make it without your mother. All of us, three of us on this show know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can live your life without your father. 
almost all of us know what that is. You can live your life without your siblings or your brother. But the one thing in life you cannot live without, you cannot live without a friend. Mm. And we talked about mm. that. Because, and I'm not just saying it because I, I know it from a different perspective. Friendship truly is essential to the soul. Oh. You cannot live your life without a friend. You've got to have somebody, man, that when it goes down, you can turn to them and say, hey, man, I messed up. And they don't go, what you do? You did what? You need somebody, man, that when you make a mistake, you go, hey, man, I, I think I messed up. This is what I said. All right, cool. My man, this is what we're going to do. And we talked about that. And that's really the extent of it without me talking about any particulars mm-hmm. or anything. That was the gist of the conversation. And I'm really, really happy that, that we had a chance to sit down together, you know? Is he as religious as he says he is? Huh? No, 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 absolutely. He's, really? T- well, let me tell you something. Kanye is not joking about Jesus now. Okay, good. good. No, no, he's I'm not playing with that. Kanye oh. is not joking about Jesus. Don't nobody write it. Don't nobody take what I said and twist it. The brother is serious about his walk with Christ. You can believe that. Now, you can judge him just mm-hmm. like you can judge me. Oh, well, they judge But you're not supposed to. But I mean, yeah. but they're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can judge him on his walk just like I've been judged on my walk. But that's People the thing we the had in common because we are both judged about our walk. Mm-hmm. and But so was a lot of other people, too. I mean, at times they judge Bishop Jakes, Kenneth Olmer, uh, Bishop Gettys. Billy you Graham. Know, everyone. Billy Jesus. Graham. Joel Jesus Osteen. Jesus himself. How about yeah. that? They, 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 want, they want to write Joel Osteen <laughs> yeah. off as just a motivational speaker. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They do. So he is really serious about Christ. All right. Well, and, let me uh, ask. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to ask you this. because We know you're Steve Harvey, but it's not every day that, you know, I mean, how did this meeting come about that you're just, you have a meeting with Kanye West, you know? I mean, I, I know you guys knew each other and everything without divulging, you know, Shirley, they just ran divulge. into each other at the store, Shirley, and they just decided to talk. That's all. <laughs> That's a good you know? one, Tommy. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> At a and what store was that? Target. At a Chick Fil A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just happened to both be in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Getting that peach milkshake. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing though. If Steve Harvey and Kanye West is sitting in a Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. boy, let me let me explain what? the attention that come with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a different. That was, that's that was a different a, sip on lemonade. That was one right hard there. chicken sandwich to eat. <laughs> you never it got was hard to finish that chicken sandwich. <laughs> you know, some uh, of the comments on the gram were that uh, you were going to be his running mate, his VP. Now, now let me say this right here: we were there to share and and aid one another. I, I'll say it like this, and 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 before anybody, let's be clear about something: mm-hmm. I did not vote for Donald Trump. I told him that that. when I sat there and Mm -hmm. saw him. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. That time I went up there and met him, I told Mm -hmm. him, I didn't vote for you. Right. And I'm not voting for Donald Trump this time. 
Oh, we definitely. I am so against his presidency. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know I can't speak for everybody else, but I ain't with it. So you know y'all. But once again, you can say what you want to say. But I am I am in the salvage business of young men. Mm-hmm. My mentoring camp. Let me finish talking about it when we come back, and then I'll just straighten yeah. it out. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, you were telling us, uh, we were about to go, but you were telling us about your meeting uh, with Kanye West yesterday. I mean, it, it was just good overall. Now, mm-hmm. let let me straighten a couple of things out. Steve Harvey ain't ever been a Trump supporter. Y'all done got on social media and ran with that up the mountain for no reason because you ain't had nothing else to talk about. But Steve Harvey didn't vote for Donald Trump. I voted for Hillary Clinton. And when I met with him, I told him I didn't vote for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to vote for him this time. I think he's horrible as a president. I've made that obviously clear. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that's dealing from that standpoint, you're dealing wrong because you just want to be messy. You want to have something to say. This was not about Donald Trump. I could care less. My whole mission is to not have him as the president for a second time. I didn't want him in there the first time. <laughs> but I can promise you, I can promise you, man, what it was was really two men just putting their arms around each other. And you're the elder and that's statesman, all. and people come to you for, Look, man, for advice and, and mentorship. I have a mentoring program. Like yeah. I am not sure in the throw the brother away business. Mm-hmm. 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 No. If a brother is good and righteous and salvageable, we have to make an attempt. Everybody make mistakes. Now, he didn't come to me for that. Mm-hmm. You know, can you help me? He didn't ask me for that. That ain't what this was. What we talked about was a lot of things. But now, one thing about it now, I'm going to tell you where I stand and what I think. Yeah, since yeah. you asked. And we could yeah. go for that. And let me just say that. That brother was open to a lot of good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. He was open to a lot of good stuff. And I think, man, he just really was glad to have somebody to talk to him from a, that's from an older standpoint and that they don't Gee, want baby. nothing from him. Because mm-hmm. I don't work for Kanye. Kanye don't pay me. Mm-hmm. I got my own. I don't need nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. So I think it was really good for him to sit with somebody that wasn't trying to extract. Because he got a lot of people around him. That's, that's coming to him in the name of Christianity to extract. Mm. Wow. That's the wow. sad wow. part. Yeah. That's, a, that's oh, the yeah. sad part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish Christianity was a little bit different when it comes to, you know, each other. <laughs> Just turn the other cheek, Steve. <laughs> no, I ain't turn the other cheek. They you right that when you turn. <laughs> try Jesus. Please don't try. Come me. on. Because I throw hands. <laughs> because I fight. <laughs> well, when you left him, Uncle, did you feel better about it when you left him? Oh, yeah, man. Great dude, man. He really is trying to make a I difference. How many billion he got on? Nah, he got some money, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll do a quick round of Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, in the building right after this. Love. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now to ask the Chief Love Officer, that is the CLO, or the CLO, as the nephew calls it. Uh, ready, Steve Harvey, CLO? Get it! 
<laughs> this one's from Jalisha in Topeka, Kansas. She says, my husband and I are in our early 30s and we've been married for two years. We met by him sliding in my DMs and asking me on a date. The other day, I saw an Instagram DM pop up on his phone. He was in the bathroom, so I checked it for him. It was from mm. a video vixen-looking half-naked woman that uh, he had sent a message to. He asked her about a fat burner that she used, and she replied to him. It appeared to be innocent, but that's how he met me, by messaging me on Instagram. He says, I'm tripping, and he changed his passcode. Should I be worried? It was a fat burner. He was asking about a fat burner. All the DM was about was a fat burner. Whatever. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was. You got to uh-uh. ask somebody. Well, ask the people at the store. Uh-uh. Yeah. Hey, hey. uh-uh. The DM stands for don't mess with it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Stay out the DM. DM stands for don't he make me. Somebody. We ain't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't make me. Yeah. I asked about burner. one yesterday. He in the COVID gaining weight. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. Come on with this good Fix lie. it. Fix uh-huh. it. <laughs> That's all. Go ahead, Shane. Uh, Tamika in Burleson, Burleson, Texas, says, uh, I'm engaged and my wedding is in five months. My fiance and I uh, sent out our save the date notices and we are in the process of sending out the invitations. He asked me if I had a few extra invitations because he wants to invite his son's mother and her mom. They have a great co-parenting relationship, and I think that's great, but she and her mama don't need to be at my wedding. He says he loves her mama, and they're still close, so he wants her there. This Mm. is a never-ending battle, and I don't think he understands my point of view. Should we invite them or not? They don't have to be (laughs) at the wedding. No. (laughs) See, what he's not understanding is the wedding is her day. And, bruh, you can't have, because it's your wedding too, also, you can't make your bride uncomfortable. Now, I got you like her mama and her. At Mm. your wedding, man, you nuts. Are you are you yeah. out your mind? Kind of yeah, crazy, yeah. dog. Hey, dog, just keep sending them Christmas cards. Dog, <laughs> don't have the people at your wedding. I'm trying to tell you, man. Is <laughs> there anyone here Christmas who cards. sees just cards? I do. Oh, yes. Come on. Oh, mm. You're inviting trouble. You Absolutely. need to ask him if he for sure, because mm-hmm. he still talks to us. Mm-hmm. Ronald. Mm-hmm. Rana. <laughs> hey, dog. Man, don't do that. Don't Come do on, that, Come on, CLO. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, sir. No. Son, sir, that's not smart. Yeah. And no, the young lady has every right not to want them at her wedding. She right. should not be uncomfortable on her best day of her yeah. life. And this Thank is a never-ending battle before they get married? Come no, on. it's going to be a battle afterwards, too. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. This one's from Red in in the Bronx, New York. He says, um, or or she says, my husband and I have been married for seven years and we just bought our second home. We need to do some major upgrades to the home and I've shown my husband several ideas that I have. He doesn't like anything I like and he's taken it upon himself to start redoing rooms on his own. He's doing way too much, and I don't like the flooring he's chosen or the cabinets he wants for the kitchen. I feel like this is my area of expertise. He can add his input, and that's all. How can I get him to stop this? This ain't going to go good. No, this ain't going to go good. First of all, everything you put, the reason he want to do it himself because he can control the money. 
Mm. Oh, is that what it is? That's all it is. It's to mm. control the money. Mm. If I put these cabinets in and this flow in here, I didn't control the money. The reason he don't like nothing you picked is because everything you picked is out his budget. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. Mm. I'm telling you. It's, this is a she budget. How he don't like taste. nothing you like. Yeah. yeah. He don't, I like this here flow. I don't know what dude don't understand that, man. If you force a woman to live in conditions she don't want to live, you finna be in a miserable house, partner. <laughs> All y'all got to do is sit down and say, okay, what's the budget? This is what I can buy. Let me make the choices. Yeah. All right, CLO, thank you as always. Nailed it. Uh, coming up, the nephew with his prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he loves to mention his ex-wife. Mm. <laughs> but right now, mm. the nephew Another is food. here yeah, with, <laughs> with today's prank yeah. phone call. <laughs> what you got for us, Neff? Hooking up at the daycare. Really? Uh, One really? more again. Seriously? Hooking up <laughs> at the daycare. Run that if you would, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to reach Frida. This is Frida, and who is this? You don't know me. My name is uh, Lonnie. Lonnie. I, I I know. I wanted to call you. I've been looking, for, trying to get your phone number actually for like about the last, about two weeks now. What do you need uh, my number for, baby? Can you get on with it? Because I, I'm on lunch break. I'm trying to hear me eat my lunch, and I need you to come on with it. Okay. Now, is your, um, your husband is... Uh, <laughs> what is your name again? My name is Lonnie. Lonnie. Okay. okay, and you asking about my husband. Now, what about... Yes, that's my husband. See, the problem I'm, I'm having, Miss uh, Frida, is that... I, I I looked through my wife's cell phone about two three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I, and I found out that this actual phone number belonged to your husband named, and he he been text messaging her. And, stop right there! Stop 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 right there! Wait a minute, because it, but see, th- let me finish though. He he been text messaging her different uh, text messages and stuff about he want to meet up with her and. And how she looked the other day and stuff like this here, but uh-huh. then, but then even worse than this here is he, you know, done sent some 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 pictures of himself, some some naked pictures on the on the uh, on 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 the cell phone. Baby, please, so, baby, 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 please, no, no, sir, not. I know not. Cause if anything, if he texting anybody, need to be an employer about a job. I, I know you not telling me. Who, baby? Who is your wife? What's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Lonnie, and my 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 wife name is, is my wife name is Denise. 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 Mm-mm. That ain't registering with me. I, I, I don't. We pretty much have an open relationship where we kind of communicate, and mm-mm. I don't, I don't know nothing about no Denise. And we okay, have, we let me ask you this. Together. I don't okay. Know no do 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 your husband's last four digits on his phone is sixty eight twenty two? Yeah, that would be the last four digits. Okay, see that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not trying to call you. You know, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed in my wife because of these text messages and these pictures and stuff. You know, I'm I'm the one. I, that's why I say, okay, I need to call this man's wife right here and see what you know. Do she okay, even know it? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I need you to wait a minute, back up, baby. Be quiet for a minute. Look here, okay, Denise, you're Lonnie. Okay, where they supposed to have met at? What, what? 
Uh, you know, because we used to go everywhere together when we go. First of all, the don't work. Let's let's go there. He does not work. Uh, okay, so I don't know where it is when he got when he generally when he leaves the house we're together. So I, where did they meet? With what? How did how did they meet two weeks ago? You say because oh I'm listening to you now. You got well, my I don't. Hint. I don't know if they met two weeks ago. I'm just I just found uh, him in the cell phone two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. Now you say if you saying he don't work, then evidently it must be during the day while you gone or something. I don't do. I mean you you say you on your lunch break right now? Yeah. Uh huh. And where's okay. your wife right now? Wait a minute. Where, do you know where your wife is right now? Uh. Well, she's supposed to be at, at work right now. And you know what? I just called. He told me he was gonna get in the tub, and when I called back, it was taking him long. He used it. it, it uh huh. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. Ooh, if I ain't have to go back in this hospital, baby, baby, baby. See, it, yeah. Where's your wife? I need you to get to. We need to see where your wife is. Well, see, my wife works at a uh, at a, at a not, hold, Wait a minute. Do y'all have Do y'all have kids? Hell yeah, we got kids, and that's my problem. That's why I'm so upset. I'm working. All day, I get up at four in the morning to make sure I got everything prepared for the whole day. Got to get the kids ready. We have three kids: one, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have now, three now here, kids. He, the, the, is he the one? Because see, I, I is do he? Because my wife works at a at a daycare. Do he drop them off at a daycare? Don't start you, 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 baby. You is getting deeper. If I get to this. What daycare does your wife work at, baby? Because I see, mm-mm, mm-mm, don't start me. Yeah, he dropping them off. Okay. Uh-huh. If you tell me the night, baby, just tell me the if they, I promise, I swear, Lonnie. Now, now she's been at this place called Children's Academy. You are for- lie. You better not tell me this non-working is with the that's supposed to be watching our kids. See, oh, see, nah. see, I'm already... Oh, nah. And see, but see, I'm already upset. I've been upset about this here for the last. I've been holding it for the last two weeks. I've been holding it. I ain't said nothing to the knee. Why the f- did you I, hold it? Why are you holding it? Y'all f- crazy. I will, why is you holding You should have been called me. What? This some f- oh, this some because f- when he get his. Let me tell you something. I get up at four every g- morning. And this some I go to. I have to be to work for 6.30 every morning. I get to that damn hospital. I slave all they did come home and slave for him. Try to make sure he feels good as a man, although he's not working. You know it wasn't his fault he got laid off. But, hey, I want him to feel good, although he's not working. Because, you know, y'all don't feel too good when you're not working. So I wanted him to feel good. I tell the kids, you know, it's going to be okay. But I bet you this got that something. Wait a minute now, because like that is my wife. Don't be her. She's my wife. Not not. Wait a minute. Now, but wait a minute. See, I told you it was ignorant, because, see, you should have been calling me long ago. Let me tell you how you ignorant, too. See, she's a first of all, because she said she too up. She said he raised that up, so she don't know how to play the game. And she with my ass, and he's sending her naked pictures. He ain't got to be showing her no way. Trust me, it ain't worth showing. I was just with him because he was a good man. I guess my is dumb, too. Oh, when I get on this I was going to ask you this here, because... Is go ask, what the do you want to ask? What can you ask me? You just told me this here is with your wife, some named Denise. Yes, that's what I said. And this is the that's watching the twins. Baby, we have twins. Do you hear me? Can I Baby, say something else to you? I don't need you to say a thing. Cause I can I say you. one more thing? What the do you need to say? 
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Gerald. <laughs> Something, baby. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> Definitely the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Next week, I remember what you know. I'm gonna get you. And <laughs> yes, sir. Come on, y'all. Man. Come on now. Uh, Give us some. Baby. I'm just in shock. You played too much. I loved her, though. Ooh, I loved man. her. Baby, come on now. I ain't got much You know what? You're stupid, stupid too. You're stupid, too. Let me tell you why. Put the man whole business out there. You should have been called me. Yeah. See, you're stupid, too, because that'd be, yeah, that's what I said. Right. Denise. Uh, that ain't registering with me, Denise. Uh, and the last four digits. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know. He ain't oh, taking no, no naked pictures. He ain't got nothing to be showing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'm the stupid. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah, you, nephew. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's both need that. It's, it's, it is. Coming that lady you just strawberry- heard, she needed that. Coming up, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject he loves to mention his ex wife. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight, because what we have here is a strawberry ladder. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Subject, he loves to mention his ex-wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm married to my high school sweetheart, but we have only been married for four years. After high school, we went our separate ways, and he was married for 20 years and had three kids with his wife. I was married for 13 years and I got a divorce and was raising my two children alone when I reconnected with my high school sweetheart. We blended our families and picked right back up where we left off in high school. We have lots in common and we share a lot of old friends and memories. The only problem I'm having in the marriage is when my husband mentions how his ex-wife did things and he compares me to her. He makes sure he always gives me credit as being better than his ex, but I need him to stop mentioning her altogether. We were having a crab boil, and I peeled the shrimp before adding them to the pot. He told me he likes the shrimp peeled because he likes the shrimp peeled because Carol used to leave the shell on. I don't need to know what Carol did with her shrimp. It's annoying and hurtful, especially when he does it in front of others. Some of his friends from his previous marriage are now my friends, too. And it's uncomfortable for them if my husband mentions his ex-wife in our conversation. 
I get that he spent 20 years with the woman, so he got used to how she did things, but he and I need to get settled into our own ways of doing things. He overheard me talking to my son, and I told him he's a spitting image of his daddy. My husband later told me that it sounds like I miss my ex-husband. Why can't he understand that's how I feel when he talks about his ex? How can I get him to stop bringing up his ex-wife to me and others? Well... If I were petty, you know, if I were like a petty and vindictive person, I would just tell you to mention your ex every time he mentioned Carol, his ex, every time. And and maybe even in the bedroom, although I really wouldn't advise that one. But, I mean, you know, depends on how petty you want to get here. Uh, Okay, we get petty. (laughs) Petty, (laughs) petty. Petty, petty. You know, you could make a contest out of it to see who could mention them the most, okay? But I'm not petty, Betty. So I I say explain it to him in a rational, calm way. You could start with something like, you know, honey, remember when you overheard me talking to my son, to our son, about how much he looks like his dad? Well, you told me, you know, um, you said it sounded like I missed my ex. That's what you said. But that wasn't the case. Um, You know, but guess what? I understand what you meant by that completely. Because every time you mention Carol, your ex, I feel like you're comparing me to her. And I think you do that a lot. You were with her for 20 years. I get that. So you became accustomed to the way she did things. So much so that it seems like you can't help mentioning it every chance you get. Especially when we're around our friends. At least I said that to my son, our son, in private when it was just the two of us and no one else. I'm bringing all this up because I don't think you realize how much you mention Carol, your ex, to me. I mean, do you understand how that makes me feel? You're talking to your husband now. You, do you understand that? And and I, I, I hope that's what it is, that you just don't really get or realize what you're doing and, and not the fact that you miss her uh, like you accuse me of missing my ex. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm saying all this to say, please, let's be mindful. Let's be conscientious of what we say to each other and how we say things, how we speak to each other. Please, we've been married for four years. We want this to last a long time till death. So it's not to cause any more hurt feelings or misunderstandings. We both have moved on. Remember, we that's why we're together. That's how we got together in the first place, because we've moved on. Let's leave the past in the past. We have to do that. Say something like that. Like I said, in a rational, calm manner. Don't go tit for tat with them, uh, you know, uh, un- unless you absolutely have to. But I-, I wouldn't do that. But just remind him. Maybe he's, you know, not thinking clearly enough and you got to remind him. But if you need to get petty, girl, go on and get petty. Steve. See? Wow. <laughs> I'm in total disagreement with you, Shirley. Ah, uh, this letter don't call for all that. <laughs> I think. Beautiful response, well thought out, everything like that. Here's the problem. High school sweethearts, he was married for 20 years, had three kids. You was married for 13, had two. Y'all got back together, picked right back where we left off. We got lots in common. We share a lot of old friends and memories. The only problem I'm having with this marriage, here is what the letter is about. It's when my husband... Mention how his ex-wife did things, and he compares me to her. I have one question for him. Why is she your ex? The fact that he keeps mentioning her 
We've got to dig into why she is the ex. Because if you miss her and you keep mentioning her and you keep keeps comparing you to her, hmm. maybe he didn't want out. He just ended up out. Maybe he's not mentioning her because it's just habit. Maybe it's a longing. I don't know, but I have a couple of ideas for you when we come back. Because this is crazy. You keep mentioning her name. What's wrong with you? Carol. That ain't the way Carol did. Carol. Yeah. That ain't how Carol did. <laughs> Part two of Steve's response he told me coming I, he up. He liked the shrimp peel. Yes. Carol used to leave the shells on. <laughs> We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he loves to mention his ex-wife. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, he loves to mention his ex-wife. This man keep bringing up his ex-wife to Mm -hmm. his current wife. Your husband mentioned how his ex-wife did stuff and he compares me to her. Now, he makes sure he give you credit, though, <laughs> for being better than his ex. But I need him to stop mentioning her altogether. Here was a good example. We having a crab barrel, crab boil, excuse me. Having a crab boil. I peeled the shrimp before adding them to the pot. He told me he likes the shrimp peel because Carol used to leave the shell on. I don't need to know what Carol did. Okay. <laughs> See, well, here's just, Shirley say get petty. I disagree with it, but here's a free one. If you have to. He told me he liked the shrimp peel because Carol used to leave it on the shelf. Then your response should be, Harold always liked them off the shelf, and that's why I figured you would, too. That's petty. <laughs> Sometimes. That's petty. All right, well, let me try it. It's annoying and hurtful, especially when he do it in front of others. Some of his friends from the previous marriage are now my friends, too, and it's uncomfortable for them. If my husband mentioned that his ex-wife in our conversation, if he it's uncomfortable for them if he mentions his ex-wife in our conversation, Shirley said mention yours, too. Okay. Shirley, say something that the man would say about a woman in a conversation with a group of friends, and I'll give you her response. Oh, that's how you wearing your hair? Oh, I, I liked it better when Carol, Carol, when she wore her hair, she used to have the bangs kind of swoop to the side. Well, I wear my hair like Carol Mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's our go-to. Yeah, that's go-to. how it gets started, right there. Right on in you it. got to be petty sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Try another one, Shirley. Carol, Mom. Oh, you got on those shoes? Oh, I, Carol used to wear red bottoms. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I I I get some red red bottoms, but you don't wear. They don't come in your size. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I insulted on that. <laughs> what, Harold? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> no, I you're just not Harold. You got too deep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just tried to hurt somebody. Okay, Anybody. now who am I, Shirley? <laughs> you're the husband who always compares 
no, his wife no, to no, his ex-wife. No, you're doing the husband line. You're oh, I'm the doing husband, the husband, Shirley. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the husband. I'm, and and oh, I'm showing yeah. her how to come back. Okay, so you're oh, the husband. Okay, okay yeah. now nah, go. Okay, yeah, so I'll just do the same one. Uh, ooh, you, those aren't red bottoms. Carol always wore red bottoms. Mm-hmm. My ex, Carol. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Stiletto. Well, red Carol must have had more money because your broke ass, <laughs> I'm down here, pay less. You're supposed to bring in her ex-husband. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm, the, what are these, pancakes or waffles? Because mm, when Carol cooked them, I could always tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> well, come on. hell, it never made hell no difference what I did because I was naked cooking both of them. <laughs> Okay, now you now you getting your legs. Okay, yeah, yeah, come on, Shirley. Now I'm ready. Okay, all right, uh, all right. Let's let's go see. Um, you want to go see that a comedy? Harold and I always liked, you know, uh, thrillers, uh, shoot 'em ups, stuff like that, uh, murder mysteries, gangster stuff. Yeah, yeah. You like comedy? Me and Harold like porno. <laughs> <laughs> So we can go and watch a little punk-ass movie you and Carol used to watch. <laughs> Me and Harold was in here doing uh, tabletop. <laughs> wow. Mm, have, have you gained a little weight? Uh, Carol uh-uh. has that, that same outfit, and uh, she it fit her really nicely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially, mm. you know, her. I like the way it fit her butt. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... I don't know, because Harold kept all my dresses on top of my butt, so I don't even know. Oh, God. You didn't know. Come on, Harold. Come on, Harold. I don't even know. On top of your butt. Yeah, so I don't even know if mine was fitting or not. You know Harold's so crazy. (laughs) Not that he crazy. (laughs) Oh, that's what kind of car you have? Because, you know, um, Harold, you know, he had a G-Wagon. Carol. I mean, uh, Carol had a she wag. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Well, Tony just Harold, Harold had a hearse. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Child, he was doing me so hard, he was killing me. I just crawled up in the back, and he drive me to work. <laughs> so, oh, so we're going on vacation, honey, after COVID. Mm. Okay, oh, on commercial, oh, um, mm, we always went on um, private, but okay, mm. we must go commercial. She Come knew on. pilots and everything. Come on. <laughs> Carol did. Well, damn, maybe I should have married Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got none of that private. Checkmate! <laughs> All right, thank you. Knock it out of the park. Uh, uh, yeah, you did. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Yeah, you got to get petty with this one. You do. But post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, uh, we're going to talk about the Democratic National Convention last night, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Last night's theme at the Democratic National Convention was Leadership Matters. Former President Bill Clinton, Stacey Abrams, and Dr. Jill Biden spoke at the DNC, and the evening concluded with a performance by one of my favorites, John Legend. Love him. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Former President Bill Clinton said Trump has turned the Oval Office into Storm Center chaos. Tonight's theme, yeah. (laughs) Tonight's theme at the DNC is a more perfect union. Speakers include former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. All right now. Mm -hmm. Vice President nominee, Vice Presidential nominee Kamala Harris, and our forever President Barack Obama. Yes. Here we go, baby. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. The, heat, the heat coming. <laughs> oh, yes. With that yeah. swag. And, and did you guys see that uh, former Secretary of State Republican Colin Powell announced yesterday that he supports Joe Biden for president? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. he is a, a, a Republican. Yeah. Uh, he spoke yeah. at the convention. Mm, he spoke, but, you know, yeah. look, man, people who are, look, you can be a conservative. I don't have a problem with that. But if you care about this country, man, you have to care about the type of leadership that represents the country. If you're going to vote conservative, then vote a righteous conservative in. Somebody with some character. Yeah, don't right, man. Don't just go get this dude that ain't got no morals, but he's a conservative moralist president. Man, get out of here. Yeah, come on, y'all. He's, he he doesn't even represent what you all's values are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and don't I mean, he don't even come Obama. close. Yeah, no. No, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Dictatorship attitude. That but mentality. I did love last night. I just wanted to say this last night at the Democratic mm-hmm. National Convention. I loved when they show all of the delegates all from all around the country mm-hmm. video of them nominating you know they took role took the vote and nominating uh joe biden that was nice Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. saw america you saw people from all backgrounds americans Mm -hmm. casting their vote for their candidate that was nice yeah you saw the people like you say people not the party you saw the people people yes Mm -hmm. the represented in this country yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of voting carla there are 76 days left until the november 3rd election uh, go right now to get registered, please. Vote for one one dot org. Say what, dude on the porch? Dude on the porch. Got about seven, six more days. Get on down here, make something happen. That's right. Vote for one one dot org. Get on that and go to the website. Vote four one one o. It takes less than two minutes. Coming up at the top of the hour, some shocking news coming out of St. Louis at the top of the hour. We'll talk about the owners of Sweetie Pie's restaurant. You're not going to believe what happened. We'll tell you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all are familiar with the restaurant and the TV show, Welcome to Sweetie Pies. We all know that. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been to that restaurant, as a matter of fact. The owner and founder of Sweetie Pies, Miss Robbie, is dealing with some shocking news. This is regarding the death of her grandson. Well, cops have arrested Miss Robbie's son, Timothy, his name is Tim Norman, for his alleged role and involvement in the 2016 shooting death of Andre Montgomery. That is Miss Robbie's mm. grandson. What? Yes. What? Yes, oh, yes. Man. 
so a family yeah, member? Yeah, yeah. Th- this is really crazy. Tim uh, took out a $450,000 life insurance policy on his nephew, who was also Miss Robbie's grandson, Andre. And it who was Tim. It was Tim, her son, who allegedly hired a woman named Terika Ellis to kill Andre, who a lady killed yes, a lady yes. killed yes. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, this is all. Uh-huh. Yeah, until yeah. Oh, According man. to authorities, Terika Ellis and Tim, Mrs. Robbie's son, communicated on burner phones to kill Andre for the insurance money. Both. Uh, yeah. Now Tim is in jail in Madison County in Jackson, Mississippi. He is facing murder for hire conspiracy charges right now. He's in jail in Mississippi, in Jackson, Mississippi. This is crazy. That and is, I, is I really, yeah. yeah Miss Robbie this has been on the shocking. show before. This is, yes. yeah. Yes. yes, we've interviewed her. Oh, yes. she's a nice lady, we've, man. We've been to a restaurant. I, I mean, yeah. Wow. I know she, she come out to your shows him. when you come to St. Louis. She come yeah. watch you perform yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. Met right. him too. So yeah. now she lost her grandson at the hands of her son, and he, he, who's in jail, her son. So she's lost them both. I, I this mean, this is heartbreaking. This is really, really, her. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This is Isn't it kind of odd, though, to take out, to have life insurance on your nephew? That's, yes. you know, that, that, kind, that amount. Yeah. Well, yeah. well you know. yeah. I mean, that's what helps lead them to it. Nobody's yeah. stupid now. Right. That's right, Steve. That's it. You, the hell, you did what? Out. Yeah. I, I just, I can't. I, I, I'm I know. just blown. This, bl- this I, is blown me away like, right I'm here. I don't even know I'm what to say it. about this. This, this sounds like something out of Dateline. Like, you know, yeah. something week 2020. This, is, this, this, this forensic files right here. This, <laughs> this, this yeah. is like we missing like Viola Davis. This is how to get away yeah. with murder. You know, like yeah. storyline from mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, this is unbelievable. He hired a woman. A woman. To kill his nephew. That's that's sad. Yeah. What that's do you mean, sad. Come on, man. Hmm. Who knows? I heard Family got to mean more than she that, was a bro. Former stripper or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Um, you know, details are still coming in, and because they're saying <sighs> that he, after the murder, she called him. Uh, Ellis called Tim Norman. She left town, and mm-hmm. de- there was $9,000 cash deposited in various bank accounts. And so they kind of, you know, pieced like you said, together. Steve, they pieced it together, mm-hmm. I guess, and followed the trail, you know, and the, the burner phones wow. and cell phone mm-hmm. records, what they call them, cell phone towers. I mean, this, every time I feel so I, I bad for Miss Robbie. For Miss Robbie, what a sweet, yeah. beautiful You got woman. to be devastated, Inside man. She got to be heartbroken, yeah, devastated. Absolutely. This family, this, man. Yeah, this, this is family. happened two, uh, four years ago in 2016. Yeah. So, you know, they've been following this case, the authorities, and uh, finally they pieced it together. Um, wow. $450,000. You hire someone but, but, to kill but, your own blood, your own yeah. nephew. Your mother's grandchild. Uh, yes. That's what you did to yeah, your mother. What do you think this is going to do to her? Oh, For $9,000. Well, that's how Come much on, was bro. deposited yeah. so yeah. far. Who knows, Junior, yeah. what that money trail will lead yeah. to. But no yeah. amount of money can justify yeah. any of right. Nothing. Yeah. No, you can't. Nothing. Yeah, so, and, we uh, talking about, and on top of that, we're talking about family, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. so Jesus prayer is going out to you and condolences, Miss Robbie. 
um, what, Ooh, what an honey, awful thing. Yeah. yeah, it is. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the United States Postmaster General has now decided to suspend all major changes to the U.S. Postal Service until after the November election. Uh-huh. Louis DeJoy announced yesterday that in order to avoid even the appearance of voter suppression, he's immediately suspending the restriction of changing the hours at the post office. He vowed to keep mail processing equipment in place and blue collection boxes in place. No word on whether the post office will bring back the blue collection boxes right. uh, that have already been removed. What about right. the mail I mean, truck the that was already away. done? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they that's did what it. happens. That's yeah. what they do, mm-hmm. Steve. They're so slick with it. Yeah. The damage is already done. Yeah. yeah. You had a plan for this, but you didn't yes. have a plan for COVID-19, but you had a plan for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's true, Shirley. That's so desperate. We got enough of them. We can call it off right now. There. Yeah. I, I mean, really, this was strategic yeah. right here. That's what I said. Yeah. With him appointing that guy, yeah. this was all a part of it. Mm-hmm. He was a huge Trump supporter, and he's made large contributions. Big. Yeah, now, all of a sudden, money. he's the inspector attorney general. Mm-hmm. Really? U.S. Post, okay. Postmaster General. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever that is. That ain't is. against the law. No kind of way. But That's what do. I keep Come saying. On, How yeah. can they do this tampering with, you know, a to government? To me, it's up there with Russia. To oh. me, tampering yeah. with the election. Okay. To me, it's uh-huh. the same I'm with thing. you on that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's voter suppression, either way you look at it. Yeah, but he got out of that. He weaseled his way out of that. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now to ask the chief love officer, that is the CLO or the CLO as the nephew calls it. Uh, Ready, Steve Harvey, CLO? Get it! (laughs) This one's from Jalisha in Topeka, Kansas. She says, my husband and I are in our early 30s and we've been married for two years. We met by him sliding in my DMs and asking me on a date. The other day, I saw an Instagram DM pop up on his phone. He was in the bathroom, so I checked it for him. It was from a video vixen-looking half-naked woman that uh, he had sent a message to. He asked her about a fat burner that she used, and she replied to him. It appeared to be innocent, but that's how he met me, by messaging me on Instagram. He says, I'm tripping, and he changed his passcode. Should I be worried? Mm. It was a mm. fat burner. He was asking about a fat burner. All the DM was about was a fat burner. Whatever. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was. You got to uh-uh. ask somebody. Well, ask the people at the store. Uh-uh. Yeah. Hey, uh-uh. The DM stands for don't mess with it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Stay out the DM. DM stands for don't Can't make me. Can't ask somebody. We ain't coming. Yeah, okay. Don't make me. Yeah. I asked about burner. one yesterday. He in the COVID gaining weight. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. Come on with this good Fix lie. it. Fix uh-huh. it. <laughs> That's all. Go ahead, Shane. Uh, Tamika in Burleson, Burleson, Texas, says, uh, I'm engaged and my wedding is in five months. My fiance and I uh, sent out our save the date notices and we are 
in the process of sending out the invitations. He asked me if I had a few extra invitations because he wants to invite his son's mother and her mom. They have a great co-parenting relationship, and I think that's great, but she and her mama don't need to be at my wedding. He says he loves her mama, and they're still close, so he wants her there. This Mm. is a never-ending battle, and I don't think he understands my point of view. Should we invite them or not? They don't have to be (laughs) at the wedding. No. See, what he's not understanding is the wedding is her day. And, bruh, you can't have, because it's your wedding, too, also, you can't make your bride uncomfortable. Now, I got you like her mama and her. At Mm. your wedding, man, you nuts. Are you are you out your mind? Kind of crazy, dog. Hey, dog, just keep sending them Christmas cards. Dog, don't have the people at your bed. I'm trying to tell you, man. Is there anyone here who sees just cards? I do. Oh, yes. Come on. Mm. You're inviting trouble. You need Absolutely. to ask him if he for sure, because mm-hmm. he still talks to us. Ronald. Mm-hmm. Rana. <laughs> hey, dog. Man, don't do that. Don't Come do on, that, Come on, CLO. Don't do that, sir. Coming up, our last break of the day. It's last break of this here day. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks, of course, from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. Democratic National Convention going strong in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Steve, yeah, mm-hmm. 76 good, days last left. Last. Yeah, mm-hmm. real good. Yeah, close out by John Legend. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> good job as good always. Good yeah. yeah. Dr. Jill Biden, mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, just, I, I, I'm just enjoying it. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, President Barack Obama will speak tonight. Tonight, Tonight, baby. (laughs) All the the real chief speaks tonight. All the hitters is rolling in this evening. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Thursday night, they accept uh, the nomination. Wait, Uh uh, does Kamala speak tonight? Yes. Yeah, yeah she's going to speak tonight. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Obama uh-huh. yep. and Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yep, Hillary big Clinton one as well. Educated yep. black woman on TV tonight. Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> oh, wait, so who's speaking, who's speaking tonight? Hillary? Uh, President Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. VP, uh, presumptive VP nominee. Mm-hmm. This is such uh look, we've got to do. Well, they got the nomination. Oh, man, yeah, he's got the nomination, but we got to do our part. And I'm talking to brothers and sisters, man, because I want you to understand something here. Your vote is absolutely critical. Every one of your votes is critical. We cannot sit this out. We cannot run the risk of you not voting. Every time you don't vote, listen to me, it's a vote for Donald Trump. I'm just telling you. We are responsible to change. We have the responsibility to change this election. But we have the power to change this election. We can change this election, y'all. We really can. We single-handedly can change the direction of this country in November with a vote. Now, listen to me. If you don't think that Joe Biden is a stark difference between Donald Trump, 
I mean, come on. Let's let's stop for a minute. Now listen to me. I understand the conservative argument that we're conservative people. We've voted conservative our whole life. I understand that. I just want to ask conservatives this question right here. If you had to pick a conservative candidate to make sure that your morals and values were upheld, really, really, would it be Donald Trump? I don't think it would, man. I just don't think it would. I know too many really good conservative people that are nothing like Donald Trump. I know some great liberals, Democrats, that are nothing like Donald Trump. I would not want any one of my children to emulate anything about him. And he's the president of the United States. I can't say his service record because he ducked out of that. I can't say his education because I'm not really sure. He don't sound very educated to me. I'm sorry. If he went to the brightest school in in this country, Warden or Worthington or whatever the name of it is, Warden, whatever, does he sound like it to you? Not to me. Would you morally want your children to grow up to be like that? Would you knowingly want your child to grow up while married paying off porno stars? Having Playboy bunnies walk in the same house that you share with your family? Would you want your children to be that way? Would you want your children to grow up to treat human beings the way he's treated human beings? Would you want him to cancel the debt? Would you want your child to ruin people's lives by canceling DACA program? Would you want your children to go up to repeal Obamacare even at the risk of stopping a medical plan that helps people with pre-existing conditions? I just don't think you would, man. I don't keep I don't see conservative people that way. I think they're Christians. I think they have Christian values. Of course I do. That's what I think conservative people have. I do not understand why, as a conservative, a Christian, a moral people, that you would vote for Donald Trump. I mean, man, I would rather vote for Biden and then wait four years and try to come up with a good Republican candidate. But Donald Trump is just not a great candidate. I don't care if he was on the Democratic ticket, the Independent ticket, or the Republican ticket. He's he's not good for this country. He's too divisive. He really doesn't care about the common man. I don't know if you all are paying attention to this, but he cares nothing about the common man. He don't even know who you are. Because he ain't never been one. I think that conservative people are better than Donald Trump. I really do. And it's sad that you have found a way to turn the blind eye to all of the things he's done. That's really disheartening. Because I don't think conservative people are are like Donald Trump. I just don't. Sorry. So, with that said, black people, if all of you vote, we could have changed the election before. 
I'll tell you this. If all of us vote, we will change the election this time around also. Go to vote411.org to get all the information. Vote411.org to get all the information. I tried to talk to you calmly today because tomorrow I'm probably going to be mad. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 